What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. Howdy do, howdy do. Man, uh, a lot of shit going on this weekend. And, yes, uh, we do. We have a new guest as well. We have a special guest on the line. <laughs> Tina, say what's up to the people. Hola. How's everyone doing? <laughs> good, good. Hey, uh... First, I want to start off the show by saying RIP to a legend, Kobe Bryant, man. Uh, the world kind of stopped spinning yesterday when Kobe died in a helicopter crash yesterday. Him, along with eight others, including his 13-year-old daughter, Gigi. Uh, rest in peace to all those people, man. This is a sad day for all the fans of basketball. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think it's a sad day for the fans of basketball and for, you know, other people, I mean, uh, he did kind of transcend, uh, transition the sport, as they say. You know, he kind of went beyond basketball, didn't he? Yes, he definitely won. He won a, a, a Oscar for a short film that he did. Uh, he built a school that he was uh, he was training uh, new new basketball stars. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's just a sad thing, dog. It's kind of yeah. like when Michael Jackson died; the world just stopped. Twenty twenty is crazy so far, man. Nine deaths at once—it's unbelievable. Most God, just just R. give R. us our people back and take Donald Trump. Now, why would you say that? <laughs> My God, he didn't uh. mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. to the legend, man. And um, and all the others. And all the others that died in the crash with him. All right, man. Uh, first off, I want to congratulate uh, Curtis Blades on his win Saturday over Junior Dos Santos. I know you guys don't know too much about the MMA world, but uh, that's really big. Uh, Junior Dos Santos is pretty much world-renowned. He uh, was a former champion, and Curtis Blades just beat him in two rounds. Uh, I was expecting Junior Dos Santos to win. Like that's one of the things I think I know. everybody did. I think everybody did, but they're overlooking Curtis Blades. He's uh doing it big right now. <laughs> so congrats to him. And let's get on to the show, bro. Uh let's start with Worlds Collide. How'd you like it? I thought it was pretty great. You know, I was really looking forward to Worlds Collide and it lived up to the hype. <laughs> it really did. You Tina, know? how'd you feel about Worlds Collide? I actually missed most of it, um, but what I did watch, uh, it was good. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, Jordan Devlin winning the Cruiserweight title, taking the NXT Cruiserweight title to the UK. One of the, the second biggest shocker of the weekend, okay? Because I would have bet almost anything that Garza was walking out of there as champion. Yeah, like, he was going to retain. I don't get it. Like, if they're going to be that sure with the title reign, why they take it off of Leo Rush? I t- couldn't tell you, bro. I couldn't tell you just like I couldn't tell you why the WWE hates tag teams so much. But don't get me started. We'll be <laughs> on that topic forever. But anyway, yeah, I was, I'm definitely excited to see Jordan Devlin uh, carry the title back over there to NXT UK, you know, get those guys involved with it and everything. You know, it's great. Yeah, it's good to me, too. Uh, my favorite match of the night, Mustache Mountain against DIY. Great one. Loved it, loved it, yeah. loved it. That was mine, too. That was, that, was, that was an amazing match. Yeah. It was. Um, tag team wrestling at its finest, bro. I'm telling you. Um, right. I love seeing Gargano and Champa together. Um, 
the the spot where they both sat on the apron and was clapping at the audience, yeah, patting themselves on the back. That was entertaining. Entertaining. Was definitely. Love yeah. it. I love um Mustache Mountain as a as a team, but I just Tyler Bate is just special. Yeah. I really think that Tyler Bate has what it takes to actually be a contender on the main roster. Like I like Pete Dunmore, but I will admit Tyler Bate is a better wrestler. He's a big, strong boy. <laughs> you see, it doesn't work with him. You say, how do you need the accent? I guess I do need an English it. accent to be able to say big, strong boy. Because it's awesome whenever he says it. <laughs> but it sounds like an insult whenever I say it. <laughs> um, the Undisputed Era versus Imperium. This match was actually really crazy. Like, Almost immediately, uh, Wolf gets injured. He yeah. gets uh, sandwiched in between a back chop and a kick to the jaw, and it knocked him unconscious. Yeah, and s- medical personnel had to take him out, uh, and then it ended up being a three on four. Yeah, I saw a tweet that Wolf sent that uh, he said he's okay, and he just uh, sucks that he had to get taken out of the match. But you know, health does come first. It does in all mm-hmm. aspects of the game. Um, this, this match was insane. And of course it had all the slaps that you would love from Walter. Good Lord, that man does that good. Yeah. He has the hardest slaps in the business. (laughs) Like complete. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think about the match, Tana? Um, this was another, another good match. Um, when Wolf got hurt, I wasn't sure how that was going to affect how that match would go, but it was, it was it was good for me. Yeah, I I didn't. I, it, yeah. I really didn't realize he was hurt until they threw the X up. Yeah, you know yeah. that's that's the universal sign for something's really wrong when they throw the X up. Mm-hmm. And um, once he rolled out, like I knew. It, but my my concern is how the wrestlers, you know, keep going, how they feel right after someone gets injured and they just have to keep going. Yeah, well, you know, they carried the match pretty well. You know, it was a hey, four and three handicap match, but, you know, you couldn't really tell because Walter's like two people sometimes really yeah. when he gets in there. Especially against the Undisputed Era because he's so much bigger yeah, than all of them. he throws those guys around like it's nothing. He's so much bigger than them. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Imperium wins three on three on four, right. and... I don't know how this makes the Undisputed Era look because it's not like they win a lot of matches together. (laughs) Like, they've lost almost all the matches that they've been in as a team together. I don't think it makes them look bad, to be honest with you. You know, Walter is one of them freaks of nature, and he did have, you know, his two partners, uh, Fabian Eichner and... Marcel Bartel. Right. You know, I don't think this makes the Era look bad. I hope not, because um, it looked at a little weird with Roderick Strong coming out without his title. Now, now you see, now it has been a kind of a rough week for the Undisputed Era, you know. Unfortunately, Roddy had to drop the, the North American title to Keith Lee on NXT this week. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm kind of, I'm a huge Keith Lee fan, you know, I'm becoming a Keith Lee fan. It just, why did Roddy have to be the first one to drop? Why him? Because you have to bask in the glory. Last one to get it, first one to drop it, though. Man, that's dirty. 
That's true. He is. But yeah. Adam Cole is on a ball of fire. Mm-hmm. And I don't see any tag team being able to beat Red Dragon. Now, we got the finals for the for the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic coming up. And yep. I would love to be able to sit here and say with a straight face, I think it's going to be Grizzled Young Veterans. But knowing how this tag team class has gone in the last few years, that's not the case. Exactly. And they love these well, flipping, thrown together tag teams. It gets on my nerves. Yeah, Joe and and Ben Failure won one. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop calling him Ben Failure. I'm not. Ben Failure. Well, they won one. (laughs) The the, um, uh, Undisputed Era won one Mm -hmm. when they weren't a full team yet. Because remember, this is Pete Dunne's second final. Right. Pete Dunne and Roddy were the one of the tag teams that they beat. And then also Alistair Black and Ricochet won. Yeah. The classic, which um. Which is kind of messed up. If it's a tag team classic, then why don't tag teams ever win it? It just boggles my mind. Tina, how do you feel about this subject? About tag teams? Yeah, the tag team Thrown classic. together tag teams and stuff. The way that teams get thrown together and end up winning big tournaments. Uh oh, something's going on. You still there? All right. All right. Well, either way, um, let's progress on to um to the to the rump. Just hit a. You could have just you know, but let's progress on. Um, I really, I did not. I didn't like the match so much between Rhea Ripley and uh, and Tony Storm. It's not like they have the chemistry like they should, but it was okay. I'm not a big fan of Tony Storm to begin with, but you know it's uh, it's one of those weird dynamics where who knows. What's going to happen now? What I am looking forward to, though, I am really looking forward to Rhea Ripley versus uh, Bianca Belair, because I believe even though Rhea Ripley has had a very, very short title reign so far, I've been looking forward to Bianca Belair getting the NXT title for a long time. Dog, I doubt it. I really do. Like, I like Bianca Belair. You know, she's she's definitely talented. She's a good athlete and everything. I just don't think she's taking the title off Rhea Ripley. I really don't. I really do. I think Bianca is the one. I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to back her until the end of time. But I really believe that Bianca Belair is the one. I believe that she is, like, as athletic, as strong. She's beautiful. There's, There's, like, nothing that she doesn't have why she can't be considered in the top contention to be the champion. I don't see why not. And if it has to be at the expense of Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley has had an awesome year in 2019. She had an awesome year from the Survivor Series to the uh, first ever women's war games to all the things that she's done. I believe that Rhea Rhea Ripley has had a very dominant year, but... If I had to say so, I really do believe that Bianca Belair is the one. You think so? 
I really do. I really believe Bianca Belair is the one, and I believe that she should be women's champion sooner rather than later. And if it has to be at the expense of Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley has had an incredible 2019. True, true. Yeah, I get what you're saying. She started 2019 as champion, ended 2019 as champion. She's the, she's the survivor in Survivor Series. She won the first ever women's war games. Like, she's had props all all year. Right, and, you know, when you get those props, you know, one of the things that you should do is try to build other people. You know, I'm with you, all right? I understand you. I really have faith in Bianca Belair, and I really do believe that she can carry the NXT women's title with no problem. Yeah. No problem at all. She is a beast out there. Most definitely. I mean, she was in the Rumble. You saw her eight eliminations. Yes, eight eliminations in the Royal Rumble lasted, like, 35 minutes. Like, Bianca is what... I think a champion looks like. <laughs> hey, Tina, are you back with us? She seems to be having technical issues. I see. I see. Just hit the speaker, see if she's still around. Yeah, I understand how we're at. But yeah, um, I think Bianca deserves it. So, but the match between Rhea and Tony Storm, not terrible. But not the greatest. Yeah, I like Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm, you know, as a as opponents and everything. I think they have good matches. I think they have okay matches. I think uh, Rhea and Shayna make better opponents. Actually, I think Rhea makes a better opponent with a lot of different people other than Tony Storm. I really don't like their chemistry together. But you know, that's neither here or there. Um, it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good showing, though. But um, Ilja Dragunov against Ben Failure was actually a pretty good match. <laughs> I really liked that match, though. It really showed uh, Finn's difference in being... Um, I don't... It really shows the difference of Ben Failure being a heel opposed to being a face. He really did show that a different aggressive side to him. Yeah, he did most definitely. And, you know, Dragunov is someone that I'm not very familiar with myself. But, you know, after watching him, you know, I'm a pretty big fan. You know, after seeing him in this match, you know, I believe he was the one that had that great match with Cesaro yes. at the takeover back in, you know, uh, August. You know, Dragunov, he's uh, one of them little Spitfire guys. You know, he's small, but the dude, but the dude is a go. brawler, you know. Like, yeah. he'll... We'll get in there and mix it up with you. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we lost Tina. <laughs> yeah, I can't hear her. Yeah, she's you know. having difficulties with her uh, line, but... It was uh, cool while it lasted. Yeah, it was cool while it lasted. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, Royal Rumble, bro. Woo! Which one do you want to start with? Well, let's start at the beginning with Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. Uh, well, uh, to be honest, I'm glad that they got this match out of the way first. Not a very big fan of this feud, but this match was better than I expected it to be. It though. really was. It went uh, kind of all over the place. Uh, it went through uh, the audience a lot, and it ended out there in the audience with mm -hmm. uh, Roman spearing uh, Corbin through like tables that was lined up or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think there were the uh, foreign announce tables. Yeah, it was really weirdly set up the and way it was. And of course, they go through the tables and the, and the crowd starts a USA chant. I didn't know what that was about. Me either. They're both <laughs> from USA. So. 
I think it was because they were going through the the foreign announce tables. But yeah, Not uh, cool. <laughs> Baron Corbin wins. I mean, uh, Roman Reigns wins the Falls Count Anywhere match, which uh, doesn't really do anything for anybody. Truthfully, I hope this means that this feud is over. You know, I like Roman and I like King Corbin, but they, they just don't have uh, the chemistry, in my opinion, you know, to have a pretty good feud. I mean, they do as far as promo work, but as far as the matches go, it's just not there. The matches when, are kind of boring, in yeah, my opinion. With, with the matches. But as far as the mic work and the antics go, it was it's pretty cool. I like seeing the bloodline against the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was dope. I think... uh like, they haven't officially started calling themselves the Bloodlines, but... Everybody calls right, them the Right, everybody bloodline. calls them the Bloodline. You know, even Corey Gray's on commentary calls them the Bloodline. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then they did the Women's Royal Rumble. Right. Which had a lot of good... It was actually 10 NXT superstars that competed in this Royal Rumble. Well, they didn't name a lot of uh, main roster women before the match, so you know they had a lot of room for surprises and everything. Exactly, and there were there were three surprises that I were really happy about seeing. Mm-hmm. One of them was Mighty Molly. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Molly Holly as Mighty Molly. Yeah, though. that was pretty dope. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I really like that. I really love Naomi coming back. Yeah, that was awesome. That too. was awesome, and the she sequence that she spot. had in the beginning with. Um, I believe it was Charlotte Flair and Molly Holly where she hit the Hurricane Rana and then did the knee slide up under the big boot. And yeah, that Both was of them throw great. drop kicks with the nip up. I really love that sequence. I love seeing Naomi back. Um, there was a video of a three-year-old kid crying when Naomi got eliminated. <laughs> <coughs> so, yeah, we still... We still love Naomi and still want to see her on top. So let's get this cracking. Let's n- not let her comeback be wasted. Right. But where do you think she's going to go, though? Raw or SmackDown? Well, she was a SmackDown superstar. Yeah, but that was before the draft, though. Like, I can't remember where she got drafted to. I think it was Raw, though. Like, well, she was been... on She was on the early episodes of Raw after the draft, I think. Well, she's been gone for a while, so it's kind of a toss-up if nobody really remembers where she was. Yeah. She can go pretty much anywhere, and it it would fit in seamlessly, I, I think. Yeah. Um. So that ought to be cool. And the um, the third comeback that I was really excited to see was one of my favorites of all time, Beth Phoenix, baby. Now, that, she is a trooper. She really is, you know, because you remember, okay, she was bleeding from the back of the head. Yes. And what happened was, you know, she got catapulted into the uh, the ring post, they said, and then that's what split her open back there. But she wrestled through the majority of that match with that Busted head gushing yeah. from the back of her head. I mean, it looked like she dyed her hair red at the back, you know? Yeah. She's it was it was crazy. She's most definitely respect tough. though. She's tough, and seeing her and Natty team up was awesome. Um, I am a huge Beth Phoenix fan. Yeah, I've too. always like loved Beth, Beth Phoenix. Phoenix, and she put on a showing too. She ended up being like the final five, or something like that. Um, uh, Shayna Baszler came out at number thirty. Yeah, that was great. That was, that great. was awesome. Uh, Candice LeRae was in it. Bianca Belair had an amazing showing in this match. Yeah, eight people. Eight eliminations. Um, crazy. Um, we really thought that Sasha Banks was going to be the one 
to yeah. win this thing. And Sasha wasn't even in it. Yeah, rumor has it she's injured. They don't know what happened yet or how long she'll be out. But that's what I heard, that she's injured. You know, so get well soon, Yeah, Sasha. the last the last time we saw her, uh, she was attacked by Lacey Evans in the SmackDown locker room. And it was supposed to be her versus Lacey, but it ended up being right. Bailey versus Lacey I thought that, that, that was I thought that was just a key fable injury. K-Fabe. K-Fable injury. K-Fable, Quit K-fable. putting the L at mean? the end of it. K-Fable. What's the difference? K-Fable, K-Fable. It's, it's the same K-fabe. thing. K-Fabe. It's the same there thing. There is no L in K-Fabe. It's the same thing, it's though. Not. You know what I don't I'm trying know. to say. I don't know what you're saying. You know what I'm but trying I've to say. never corrected you, even though you talk about me saying gauntlet all the time. <laughs> I've never corrected gauntlet. you on saying Key fable. K fable. It's K fabe. You know what I there mean. There is no K-fabe. L at Sorry, the end K-fabe. of it. It's spelled with an L. No, it's not. I can swear to God, it's spelled with an L. How long have you been a wrestling fan? I'm gonna Google it right now. I, I don't care what you Google. It's K fabe. It's spelled with an L. It's not fable. It's K fabe. It's spelled with an L. My God, stop. Sorry if the L is silent. Either way, the story was not kayfabe. It's she was actually injured and they were trying to figure out a way to get her off of TV. Yeah, you're wrong. There it is. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. There is no L kayfabe. My mistake. I know. What there damn it is. I hate being wrong. Either way, I'm just saying that it wasn't kayfabe. It was actually it. them trying to figure out how to write her off a of TV. Oh, so um, that sucks. We all thought that Sasha had the comeback and that was Royal Rumble worthy, mm-hmm. and uh, she wasn't even in it. But Charlotte Flair was, and Charlotte Flair pulled it off. Which is another accolade on the Flair belt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Charlotte is the queen. What else can you say? What else can you say? Ten-time champion. Now she's got a Royal Rumble win. First ever summer everything. I mean, this was just a reminder that Charlotte Flair is the women's division. Can I do it now? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about how terrible of a Charlotte Mark I am. You are, and I find it very, very, very hard to do this show set next to you every single week, especially when we talk about her. Or Nikki Bella. She's not the entire women's division art, okay? There are a million other women's wrestlers back there, and one of them should have got this opportunity. I'm just saying, okay? You want to go, oh, you're just hating on it. You're just hating on it. No, I'm sick and tired of the same old you-know-what art. You're hating. Okay? She's challenged or defended the the women's title every single year since she's been called up. I'm sick of it. I really am. And I'm not the only person that feels this way. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sure you're not. Forgive me. I'm sure you're not. I'm sick of it, okay? You have to forgive me. She's a great athlete. She's a great wrestler. But when are the great athletes and the great wrestlers, when are they always on top? You answer me that, huh? When Cesaro getting world heavyweight title shot? You keep WWE bringing title up Cesaro shot? like when? he's the end-all, be-all great of great wrestler. wrestlers. He's a great wrestler. You don't see the men's division shooting him to the top. Why? Why they, not? They definitely should, but the reason Vince gave that he's not 
pushing Cesaro is because he says there's a block between Cesaro and the WWE Universe, well, I which a, I believe is Mike skills. Well, I wish there was a block between Charlotte and the WWE Universe. Right, this is getting old. Okay? Not to me. I love Charlotte and, Flair. And, you know, I will give WWE credit here. At least they cut the shit this year. Okay, because apparently they can't go on in women's title matches at WrestleMania without her. So at least they gave her the rumble and didn't have to shoehorn her in there some other way. So props to them for that. You know, they get golf claps on that one, I guess. Well, I just believe that if they want to put on the best match at WrestleMania. Charlotte, everybody, Charlotte, Charlotte. Give me a break, Art. Please. I can't with you. I can't with you. <laughs> I can't do it every week, Art. And and I knew this was going to be the worst when she won the damn Rumble. I knew I was going to have to sit here and listen to you sing her praises. There's Charlotte memorabilia hate all over our house. <laughs> he got a Charlotte pop doll last year <laughs> on my birthday <laughs> knowing how I feel about her. Like, that was the biggest slap in the face. <laughs> what the hell? Do I had to do it. I was uncalled for. You didn't, have to, do do. You didn't have to pick that day. I had you to didn't do it. have to, Art. I had to that do it. That was unreal. But anyway, but, moving yeah, on. Yeah, Charlotte uh, won the Royal Rumble, and uh, she hasn't chosen which champion she's going to face, but um, I have a strange feeling that it's going to be Becky. We've seen that match before. We've seen her and Bailey. Can we mix it up? Please, I'm on my knees in this van. Mix it up. Have we seen Charlotte and Becky fight for a title? Yes. Remember on SmackDown? That was the feud that kicked us all off with the man. Charlotte no, and Becky. It was, it was Charlotte, Carmella, and Becky. And then when Carmella got was... dropped, it was Charlotte and Becky art. We've seen this one before. We've seen Bailey and Charlotte before. Yeah, I want some right. fresh blood in the lineup. You're, I think you're right. I, I think am right. That's where, um, but Becky didn't win. And even not, this was the feud that drove WrestleMania last year, Art, except for we don't got we Ronda had Ronda, yeah, we had Ronda in it, so. It should have just still, been Becky and Ronda. I still, oh, They would have been fine. That match They would have been, been fine. Terrible. Oh, like the triple threat match was so great. It was cool. It, it was, was better. It was. It was better than it would have been, been with just fine Becky, with just Becky and, Ronda. and Ronda. It was I fine for Survivor so. Series. Why couldn't it have been fine for WrestleMania Arts? It wasn't. Remember, it wasn't just. It would have been. It would have been if Nia Jax had broken uh, Becky Lynch's face. It would have been just God fine. God, that she did. Oh, shut your mouth, Fart. You don't cheer when somebody gets injured. That I'm put, sick of you. That put Becky over the top. I mean, over, over, bruh. That's what did it. Like, Becky was getting cheered in the beginning, but after she strived on with that broken nose and still was beating ass in there, that really put her over the top. That picture with her at the top of the steps with a bloody face is iconic. It is, you know, with the blood on her SmackDown. And she's still shirt. like, I'm the one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she, that is iconic. That you. that did that. Like, it, it couldn't have happened in a better way. You don't, and you then, don't have to act like you're so happy she got injured, though, Art. That's no, I'm, I'm saying it It added to it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It added saying. to her persona as being the man because even though her nose was broken, how did that end? With Rhonda in the disarmor again <laughs> for the second time. 
Yeah. But yeah, uh, it, and then she picked Charlotte to face Rhonda at Survivor Series, and Rhonda got the hell beat out of her. Right. And then when Becky actually came back, like she was on a whole nother level. She was on a whole nother level of popularity. It couldn't have happened a better way. So I'm hoping that the buildup to this is just as good as the buildup was for them going to WrestleMania last year. Yeah, me too. Because that the scene where they're like fighting in the cop cars. Yeah, that was and great. That was great. All that stuff. Like, we need that type of storyline. Yeah, for the it to least keep going. they could do is, you know, make this a great feud now that you saddled us with it again. Well, they had make it a to. great one. No, they didn't, Art. Yeah, they Shannon that. Baszler could have won this Royal Rumble. They've been setting this feud up for God knows how long. That's why that's why they made her look so great at Survivor Series, Art. This is supposed to be her spot. But of course, no, no, no. It still Charlotte, could be. Charlotte. It still could be. Give let's let's break. not let's not get ahead of ourselves. She could pick Bailey to fight at at WrestleMania. Because I believe Bailey and Charlotte would be a better match than Becky and Charlotte. I really do believe that. Not even uh, trolling or anything. And I think that Shayna and Becky would have a way better storyline than she she would with Charlotte. She doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Since there's two belts, you don't have to win the Rumble in order to get the Rumble, though. Shayna needed the Rumble. If anything, I don't think Shayna needs anything. I think she needed the Rumble. So so she'd actually have a reason to go fight for the title of WrestleMania. No, remember, like, remember, just come to the main roster then to get a title shot. This is what I'm saying. If she didn't win the Rumble this year, this week on Raw, Becky said that she's beaten everybody. Who's the one person she hasn't? True. Shayna Baszler. True. So boom, that's her. That's her end right there. Hey, whatever. You're just making excuses because you love Charlotte Flair so damn much. I love Shayna Baszler too. I'm sick of this Charlotte Flair BS. Art. I really well, I am. don't. Well, take some Nyquil if you're I so will. sick. I will. Who so cares? I can sleep through this show, so I won't have to sit here and listen to you sing her praises all night long. Woo! How about that? Boo! <laughs> it's more like it. All right, moving Either on. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. It was a good match. You know, as good as a uh, good as a uh, strap match could be. You know, it had a few spots. You know, Daniel Bryan spiking the Fiend on the on the announce table. That DDT was pretty cool, and I liked the the LaBelle lock with the with, with the, strap. the strap in his mouth. You know, that was pretty dope. Yeah, but all in all. The Fiend wins again. Yep. Um, you know what? I've really been underrating him using the mandible claw. Like I like that mandible claw, the mandible claw choke slam thing he just he did to Daniel Bryan. That yeah. was pretty cool. I think that in order for somebody to you to reuse a move, you have to have the persona to go with it. Yeah, and, and he's this got is it. perfect. For the mandible claw, because nobody else, I couldn't see anybody else using it like he does. Yeah, most definitely. Because KO brought back the stunner, you know what I'm saying? Even though at first I was like, I hated it. I hated it. I still don't really like it that much. Like, I like to pop up Powerbomb more, but I hear uh, he's he's, uh, got a neck problem. Doesn't he? That's why he doesn't use it anymore? I don't know. I just know that him using the pop up Powerbomb every single night would take a toll 
out on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So him using the stunner is way less damage done to his body and to other people's bodies. So and it's it's one of those moves that you can sell a lot harder than you can sell the pop up power bomb. Yeah, I understand that. But um this mandible claw thing, it is it's perfect for him. And remember how everybody was like this Firefly Funhouse thing is dumb? I really think that they overlooked the way this persona works with mm-hmm. him being Bray Wyatt using the Firefly Funhouse to kind of talk to people and him saying that the Fiend is a completely different person. Yeah, I get it. You know, now that we know how it translates to the ring and everything, you know, I understand it now. I actually pretty, I like it a lot now, you know, like yeah. back in the day, At we first just you didn't, didn't know get it, how, really. you know. We just didn't know how it was going to translate to in-ring work and everything. I understand that. Yep, yep. At first, we didn't get it as much as we do now. We didn't understand how it was going to go from him being in his fun house to him transitioning this persona into the ring. Right. And he's actually used both of them because he fought The Miz as Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that, he just took a beating as Bray Wyatt, though. Like, he didn't yeah. really wrestle, you know, he just got beat up on and then wins in the end somehow with the sister abigail he doesn't use the mandible claw when he's bray wyatt but i'd like to see him wrestle a couple more matches as bray wyatt or do a couple more in-ring promos as bray wyatt yeah and uh, leave the the fun house again yeah yeah that'd be cool Hmm. but um let's move on uh lacey evans against bailey uh, this match was not good. It was it was kind of lackluster, to be honest with you, Art. You yeah, the, and and I'm a I'm a Bailey fan. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um, I I didn't really I didn't really like the sequences that they used. There was a lot of botching in this match. Yeah. But what I do love is Lacey's daughter. Yeah. I think Summer is a star. Really? I really do think she's a star. Her reactions and her trying to get at the wrestlers <laughs> and the the whole stick that she uses with I really like that aspect of it. I just think that they are really pushing Lacey hard. Yeah, they are. I mean, they were pushing her hard on Raw and now they're pushing her hard on SmackDown. You know, eventually I think her in ring skills will catch you know, up season. You know, she'll get there. I think she's good in the ring. I think I think she's just a little green when it comes to the way Edge described it was it's like putting chess pieces together to make the crowd pop with different Mm -hmm. types of ways that you set your moves up and set up the way that the climax of the match goes. Mm -hmm. And this one didn't have a climactic ending. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just it was, it was just a roll up, wasn't it? Yeah, it was she just won by a roll up pin. Yeah, I think that they kinda did that, you know, like they didn't really beat her, beat her, you know, they just caught her. Yeah. Kinda like you know? uh Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. How he kinda just got caught in yeah. a submission. And Lacey kinda got caught with the roll up pin. Right, right, so, right. So so it doesn't make her look bad like she really lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It makes it look like she got caught. Which um, her being distracted by Bailey yelling at her daughter and stuff, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, I really like this aspect of Lacey Evans. I think she can use it a little bit more. Um, if she just if she just uses, you know, the the heel part of her of people yelling at her daughter, or so to speak, because. Mm-hmm. Summer's reactions and her, you know, swinging at the wrestlers while her dad's <laughs> holding her really does make for good storylines. Yeah, I get that. 
I mean, I don't know if this is the field that she wants to go in or anything. She's only like nine or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but Nicholas won the belt. <laughs> so Nicholas. her and Summer could be tag team champions. Oh God. Don't even go there, Art. <laughs> it could work. It could work. <laughs> I'm just saying it could work. But, uh, yeah, uh, was Becky, there another singles match? Becky and Asuka. <clears throat> um, not a huge fan of it, um, but I just knew they were going to let Becky win. Yeah, like, I knew that, too. You know, there was a few spots in there where I was kind of getting behind, you know. Like, there was a pretty dangerous one where they were both on the apron, and then Becky had, uh, lifts Asuka up and then does a uh, front suplex thing yeah, to, uh, to Asuka onto the floor, though. Like, she dropped her face first onto the floor. Yeah. You know, that looked pretty nasty. Asuka can take some bumps, bro. Yeah. And then there was another cool one where they're both on the, on the, the second rope, and then... Becky's got her in a uh, SEO position, and then SEOs SEOs her from up there. Yeah, that, that was, was dope. pretty cool. That was dope. I like the spot where Oscar uh, was about to use the poison. Yeah, and as soon as she goes to spit it, Becky kicks her in the stomach and she spits it up in the air into her own face. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty dope, and that was pretty much the ending of the match. She hit her with hit herself with the poison, and then uh, Becky hit, puts her in a disarmor. <laughs> And uh, she taps out, even though she was extremely close to the ropes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that kind of uh, protected Oscar just a little bit. You know, like uh, she didn't, as we keep saying, you know, she gets caught, doesn't really lose, lose, you know, her yeah, plans but, backfire. But there are only like two people that beat Oscar so far as far as actually beating her. Yeah, Charlotte and Charlotte Carmella. and Carmella. <laughs> and now, you know, Becky is added as another person to actually beat her. And I don't know if I'm on board or not, but I think Asuka deserves a little bit more than this. I mean, Asuka and Kyrie Sane are running rampant in the women's tag team division, which I think is great. You know, it's not like they're being mixed use because they're not. They're not. No, they're not. I just would have loved it if, you know, Asuka would have stayed uh, undefeated against Becky until WrestleMania. I think it should be a special occasion where Asuka loses. Well, you know, the Royal Rumble's pretty yeah, special. Yeah, it's one of the major four. It's yeah. definitely one of the major four. But uh, I just would have liked the storyline to go a little bit longer. I get you. I, I get think you. it, I mean, as long as they've been fucking pushing this Lana, Bobby Lashley, Rusev shit. Don't start it! Then they could have pushed this a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, they have been going for like two pay-per-views now. Yeah. Because, you know, they Charlotte and match. Becky yeah. at a TLC... Yeah. And then they were showing how she lost at the Rumble last year right. and all that. But yeah, I mean, I think they could have pushed it a little bit more. I know. But it's dope, though. It was it was pretty cool. I really liked it. All right, man. Let's go on to the Royal Rumble, bro. Loved this match. Loved it. Loved it. I was, loved it. I was sitting there with the shit face for about 30 <laughs> minutes. That was great. Oh, my God. The I was sitting Royal there Rumble pissed off. Year was lit. I was pissed off for about thirty. Well, minutes. now you know how I felt after Charlotte won. Now, was, we, now we feel the same way. I was sitting there with the shit face, bro, because this dude Brock Lesnar was running rampant like, in this bitch. It was great. Like what Lesnar does is he gives us memories. He does. 
And who's gonna forget the time he entered first and then threw out 13, 13 people back to back. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Brock Lesnar cleared out almost half that Royal Rumble by himself. himself. My God, great. I was so upset. I, I was so upset. I've never seen that before. That was beautiful. I was so upset because, all right, so Elias is the first one to come out. Yeah. And he's singing a song to Brock. <laughs> and Brock just bolts out of the ring. <laughs> To attack him, <laughs> Elias hit him with an old baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was crazy. And then each person that came down, even the people that returned, when MVP came, he got a nice little pop. He yeah. comes down, everybody's happy to see him, and boom. Out he goes. Out he goes. Next, 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 next. next all the way great. up until Keith Lee. Oh man, him and Keith Lee, man, that was great too. Like Keith Lee actually <coughs> stuck in there, stood in there, and he stuck stuck around until the next uh person came out. Yeah. And you know, that's that's showing he's being, you know, pushed again. He's right. being used the right way. Like, so Keith Lee comes out and Brock points at him, he's like, Who's this big motherfucker? <laughs> and Keith Lee takes it to Brock, shoulder yeah. blocks. Hits him with some athletic shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he stayed in until Braun Strowman came out and ruined the whole thing. Good Lord. So, Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, and Brock Lesnar, that was a moment for me. It was. It was great. Three big guys who were all athletic, who moved fast, and mm. that was incredible how they used it. Brock actually got hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He got beat up and then he throws out both of them at the same time because they start fighting each other. Yeah. And then Rey Mysterio comes down and Rey Mysterio lasts for a while. Oh, Rey, Rey, Kofi, and the New Day, they were before that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ray, uh, Kofi starts, you know, and then he, Kofi starts throwing bones at him and he lasts and then Rey comes out and then they start... And, you know, they both actually end up outside the ring until Big E comes out there. And then it's three-on-one for a second. Yeah, that was dope. Trouble in out. Paradise, the big ending, 619. Like, that was that was dope. Like, and Brock throws all of their ass. Like, <laughs> all three of them. Kofi took a hard spill because he took an F5 to the outside. Ooh, I mean, John Morrison took a pretty bad one, too. I mean... His parkour skills came in handy because he gets thrown out and then lands on his feet and then hits the barricade. Like, he probably should have landed on his face. Wasn't that the, wasn't that the suplex yeah. over? The German? Wait, no. The battle of the belly suplex over, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he lands on his feet and not his and face. And jumps to... And, and, man, that was crazy. Yeah, that was pretty dope. The was the, awesome. The way... Um, and then it was Ricochet who uh, came out... And uh, he lasted a little bit against Brock, and then Drew McIntyre music hits. Good Lord, and that place erupted. He, People love Drew McIntyre. When, when Drew and Brock stood face to face, Drew was like, I've been waiting on this for a long time, you son of a bitch. And he looks bigger than Brock. Like, he towered over Brock Lesnar. Like, that's insane. Like, the McIntyre is taller than Brock. And he might be a little bit more muscular than Brock is. Like, yeah, that was he crazy. Looked, he dwarfed Brock he a little did. bit. He did. He did. Ricochet hits Brock in the testes. The low blow. And then, bam, Claymore Play kick. And Brock is gone. And that place went bananas. You see, that's why they did that. Okay? That's why they had Brock thought all those guys. So when someone does eliminate him, they get the huge pop. 
And it was a moment, too, when, it was when Brock got moment. eliminated. Because Drew just sat there and stared at right. him. Right. He's throwing people out. And then he uh, once he gets rid of them, you know, because McIntyre threw out, like, two more people after that. And he just goes back to stare at Brock, who's still out there. Yeah, Brock goes to, and stands in the audience <laughs> and was like, all right. All right, I see, I, I see you. I see your motherfucking ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to see you down the road, you big, strong boy. That's the worst British accent ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the rumble keeps going, dog. And then it happened. 21. Number 21, you think you know me. And that crowd went nuts they should have went nuts that was insane that was unbelievable oh my god okay so i have a little bit of a story here because edge was one of my favorites growing up and he retired nine years ago on my 19th birthday and i thought that i'd never see him in the ring again yeah, because and, he retired as heavyweight champion. Yeah. I mean, he... Uh, that was it. I right thought. after WrestleMania and uh, one of the most emotional speeches that was ever given in WWE as far as retirement goes mm-hmm. is right up there with Sean's lost his smile. Yeah. Right up there with with um, Ric Flair retiring. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 got to be top five speeches and damn then, near of all time. And then you could see the look in his eyes... As he's he wanted to out cry there with the smoke and everything. He's get, he gets the look on his face that says, "I cannot believe I'm doing this. I'm home." Yeah, he can, he could not believe the pop that he got. The was, response that he got was insane. It was a pretty emotional moment for I've, me. I'm not I've gonna been lie watching. To I've been because he you walked away. And, and then, then when that buzzer hit, and I yelled, "It's Edge!" I come running from the <laughs> What? Oh my God! It is Edge! I can't believe it! <laughs> and I've been watching reaction videos like all <laughs> yesterday of people straight marking out. They should mark out. Everybody should have marked out. Everybody like, oh did my, mark oh out. Oh my God! Like these most cynical fans should have marked out yesterday. That was unbelievable. Yeah, there were people and, like crying. There were. Grown men hugging. I mean, it, it, you, it's one of those moments. You dog. get emotional. You really do. Like, they they, they drag you in, and then they wrench your feelings. And they, they do. <laughs> WWE does that perfectly. WWE man. does it better than anybody else. They they have, like, they send you through an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. like nobody's business. And, and, and then, like, we saw the picture on Twitter. We saw the picture on Instagram with him staring at his gear. I didn't we saw it. in a billion years. Like, he struck, they, 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 somebody needs to quit playing with my emotions. That's what I thought. Like, come on, dog. Ain't no way. Yeah, we saw it. We saw those pictures and I was just like, here they go again. Like, right. like getting our hopes up because remember Booker T was always saying like, if y'all want me in the Royal Rumble, just call me. <laughs> really? And I just knew like Book was going to be in it. I felt like Christian was going to be in it, but I didn't even think Edge or Beth Phoenix was an option. Uh-uh. And, and the thing of it is, the thing that I noticed is he took punishment. Yeah, he did. Like, 
Edge stayed in there moves. for a while. Speared people. And he stood in there for a while. He took he took the the, the magic killer. He took, I believe. Uh, yeah, he took a spear I, from Roman Reigns. Take, yeah, he took a spear from Roman no, Reigns. No, he didn't take an RKO. Yeah, he he, took, he RKO. took a spear from Roman Reigns. He took the magic killer. He's taking, like, he took some moves. Like, he did. And that just proves that he's durable, you know? Because yeah. if he wasn't, you know, he just go in there, throw, throw a few spears, and he's out. Yeah. Yep. You know, but he just proved that he's okay. Which, you know? which we're looking forward to seeing what's going to happen because word is Edge signed a three-year deal. Yeah, and uh, we watched Raw tonight, and you know, kind of proved, you know, furthered our opinion that he's all right. You know, because like at the end, he comes out there at the end of Raw and gives a big speech. About how he's you know, happy, he's to, happy to be back, and this is uh, he's going to do things on his terms now, and he gets everybody all emotional again, and here comes Randy Orton, fucking Randy Orton. <laughs> like, why? Why would he do this? I told, Mark? I told you at the beginning, the reason Edge is the main event. Is because somebody's gonna attack him. He had me thinking it was gonna be they gonna get back together, raise RKO. I'm in, I'm on the couch dancing and stuff, vibing, and then and then and then he RKO's him. <laughs> Why would he do? He just let the air out of the room. Yeah, the the faces in that audience was like, oh was my god! Like he beat Edge down with a chair. Like the, I'm glad that they did not do this where he stuck. Where Randy stuck Edge's head inside the chair and gets on the middle rope. Looks like he's gonna uh, jump it. down. Like th- that yeah. would have been too much. I believe that would have been too much. Yeah, he'd have sent people crying again. Yeah, he would have. Uh, but the concerto's almost no better. Cause that's, <laughs> yeah, what that's just as bad. Like that's that's, that's, just that's really bad. bad too. But as I said, it just it kind of proves that he's durable. You know, like he's well. We don't know. We got to see what's going on. That's how the show ended with him laying in the ring, unconscious from the ch- concerto. Like I highly doubt if he could. But the one thing I can done say, that. the like, one thing I can say is, if you can trust anybody to not hurt you, it's got to be Randy Orton. Like I highly doubt that they would have let him do that if they did not have faith that he'd be all right. Like they're gonna, like they're they're not gonna break edge. I don't think so. Like, yeah, we know that. Edge and Randy have been friends for many, many, many right, years. Right, right. And know? we know that when somebody normally makes their return, they go against the one of their best friends because... They'll be careful with them. Yeah, their best friends are going to make sure that you're okay. Right. But, except Sean and Triple H. They always <laughs> tried to kill each other. Nobody... That's how you know, that's how you know they're really close. That's yeah. how you know they're really good friends. That's you know? what they, they say. They and they say, try to kill each other. Nobody hits you harder than your best friend. Right. And that's the relationship they share. Nobody hits you harder than your best friend. And we see that with Randy. <laughs> we yeah, see that with Randy and Edge. Edge took that RKO and it just looked so bad, man. Like, I think I saw his arm, like, Twitching a little bit. Yeah, that's like, that's um, you know, the arm twitch is the size of neck injury. Yeah. Everybody knows it, and Edge is Edge is a master at using it. Yeah, he's a master at using things that he knows hits you emotionally. Yeah, most definitely. Like, and and I just cannot wait to see this guy because Randy, oh my Randy God, and I'm Edge so at WrestleMania. Oh, man, if you could hear us, if you could hear the sound of our voice, please make it happen. 
It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be I just want them to build this. I want them yeah. to build it until it can't be built anymore. I want some vignettes <laughs> of how they used to be. I want be some awesome. vignettes of how they were with Rated RKO, how it fell apart. I want all of that. Give this us is, all of it. Just give just us give all them, of it. This is like 13 years worth of content Please. all put in one match. Just just pile it on us. Would you do that for us, WWE? But yeah, Edge returning was a straight up moment. Awesome. Good and Lord. the fact that he was in the final three. Yeah. And uh, basically, uh, Roman eliminated Edge. They both were on the apron. Roman uh, pushes them off or whatever. Uh, gets back in the ring, catches a Claymore, and Drew McIntyre wins the Royal Rumble. That saved my night. Okay. I put all the BS with Charlotte aside just to see Drew McIntyre win the Royal Rumble. Like, I got one victory this weekend. The Undisputed Era loss. And uh, <laughs> Sasha wasn't in the Royal Rumble. And Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble. I needed one thing this weekend <laughs> go my way, other than Edge, of course. And I got it in Drew McIntyre. Thank good. You got mix. two victories, dog. You got Edge coming back, yeah, Edge. which which was all, which was probably a bigger moment than Drew McIntyre winning. It is. It was. It was. That's because you know nobody expected Edge, but trust and believe me, Drew McIntyre was a sentimental favorite. Like I met a lot of wrestling groups, and I'd asked people who they wanted to win, and, and Drew McIntyre. Almost get, every person. I'd get a lot of a lot of a lot of Drew McIntyre's. Like he that deserves my, this one. That was both of our picks to win was Drew McIntyre. He deserves this one. He really does. <clears throat> he really does, man. Cause once he left the WWE, he really built a name for himself on the independent circuit. And he came back bigger, and badder than ever. Bigger, badder, better. NXT champ. You know what I'm saying? He came to the main roster. They threw him with Dolph Ziggler. Like that was really needed. Yeah. Um and he just, man, he took this and ran with it. And I'm, I'm really loving, like, this face version of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. With like, the, I can see him as, fa as the face of Raw now. Like, we all yeah. thought it was going to be KO. I can see McIntyre as the face of Raw. Like, I love him as a face. But, yeah, um, on Raw, he came out, gave his speech, and then he buries another tag team in the OC. He beat both of them at the same time by himself. But, Let's not talk about that. And then Brock Lesnar comes out and F5s him, so the storyline is already going. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's end this on a high note. I don't want to talk about how he put down the OC by himself and how WWE apparently does not care about good tag teams. Well, they don't. They don't. Unless your name is the New Day or the, or the Usos, they really don't care. Well, they're not even in tag team matches lately. Well, the... the, the the, they're beefing with Miz and Morrison, and the and the the Usos are running behind Roman. So. Miz and Morrison are going to be the next SmackDown Tag Team Champion. I'm calling you I right now. It. You heard it right here on this show first. I can definitely see it. it's going to happen eventually. Like that, They're going to be the ones to dethrone the New Day, and I'm here for it. I well, love we got the Miz and Morrison. One more pay-per-view before uh, WrestleMania, so let's get these storylines rolling. Come on. Drew McIntyre is a beast, and everybody has been looking toward like, I'm him. I'm looking forward to McIntyre and Lesnar. Like, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. WrestleMania is shaping up to be awesome. Uh-huh. So, yeah, this this is... We're 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 on board. We're oh, definitely yes. on board. Let's so we go! We cannot wait to see it. Um, what else you got, bro? That's it? 
ain't got nothing else. That's it. Uh, Well, tell them where to reach you. Uh, Mad Lindsay on Facebook. Matthew Lindsay 677 on Instagram. Uh, R Dog 1 on Instagram. R Dog 3 on Twitter. And Arthur Quinn on Facebook. You can hit us up at the Sons of Legends 21 at gmail.com and give us insight or tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, thank you guys Whoa, for here. listening yeah. to the Sons of Legends. <laughs> we'll holler back at you guys next week. Peace.